Hey, money bosses, calling all busy parents on the path to financial freedom. You've got 15 seconds? I have some big news to share. The Money Boss podcast has been submitted for the prestigious Plutus Awards, recognizing the best in finance podcasting. Your nomination can make a huge difference. Imagine gaining valuable insights and practical tips while juggling work, taking care of the family, and everything in between. Well, we can't do it without you. So please visit the Plutus Awards nomination page at plutusawards.com slash nominate and select best family or couples personal finance content category. Together, let's empower our parent community, navigate the financial challenges, and build the life they always dreamed of. Thank you for your support. You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Sherbunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses, are you ready to get your financial life in order? Once and for all, as soon as possible? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you often lose track of how much money you have to spend? Do you want to get your financial life together but just don't quite know how? I am with you. I've been there. I've struggled through all of these. And I know you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to get better. So why do you continue to struggle? I know you can get your own money in order. It took me years to figure out. It took me years of pain, struggle, frustration, anger. But you don't have to go through all of that. You don't even have to get a financial planning degree like I did in order to be successful. Allow me to present to you my Money Flow system, a free playbook of how you can automate your finances, even if you hate budgeting. After you download this free playbook, you will never have to worry about budgeting and who likes that budgeting thing anyway you will stop accumulating debt and create a bulletproof plan of how to quickly pay it off you will be able to pinpoint exactly what your income and expenses are you will never have to miss a single bill again and you will always always have a solid idea of how much money is in each of your accounts so head over to money-flowsystem.com to download my free Money Flow Playbook, a blueprint to streamline your finances in less five or five weeks. Guaranteed. Head over to money-flowsystem.com. Hey, Money Bosses. Welcome back to another episode of the Money Boss Podcast, where we dive deep into the world of personal finance and valuable lessons from real life experiences. Today, I want to talk about a conversation, a rather heartfelt discussion for us to explore 
the many lessons and life lessons I learned from yet simple but extraordinary woman, and it is my mom. So join me as I dive into the wisdom she imparted about frugality, self-sufficiency, resiliency, and generosity. So let's get started. It was my mom's birthday last week, and I've got thinking a lot for some reason about my childhood. I don't think I've talked about my mom on this podcast quite a bit. I don't think I've talked about my parents altogether, but this is a kind of, I think, a good segue to start that conversation as I am growing up in my journey of motherhood. A lot of these things are just kind of lately are sitting um, on the top of my mind. And so um, I do have a good relationship with my mom, um, but she is not close by. So all of this that I'm talking about, really, I think my reflection of looking back and thinking through now as I face some of the life and financial decisions and reflecting upon is like, why am I responding to certain situations a certain way? Why do I get to talk like that with my son? And so I wanted to share today that I highlighted four lessons that I think I definitely learned from my mom. And so lesson number one is being frugal and creative with money that you have. My mom was the master of stretching every dollar. And growing up, she showed me how to prioritize needs over wants. And so as I as I think back, and for those who don't know, I was I was born in former Soviet Union, a teeny country that is um, located between Ukraine and Romania called Moldova. And so uh, my mom is from Ukraine, my dad is from Russia, and so they kind of, I think, found a happy medium and um, settled uh, in Moldova. But that's where I was born and that's where I grew up. And so if you know a little bit about Eastern Europe, Things were quite different, um, still quite different um, as of right now. And so ideas or even practical skills of how people navigate the use of money or how to deal with money is completely different than what we know here today living in the United States. And so this idea of being frugal yet being creative to manage your money, right, because you got a paycheck and you had to you know, make it last very similar to um, what it is here. But but this highlight, and I didn't think about it much, right, growing up, I just knew that this is how much, or I didn't know, but thinking about it back, um, I knew that our needs were met, right? We had a roof over our head and um, things were, um, things were um, you know, available to us, yet we didn't have, you know, over the top. And so this idea of like, okay, we have roof over our head, we have food on our table. um, And sometimes my mom could afford to buy us certain things um, was good enough. And I didn't realize this um, for a while until I actually was a little bit older and started to make my own money. This is actually, I think, probably seeds from from that um, side is that I was I was very young, like I I could not wait to get a driver's license so that I can start driving so that I could go to work and start making money. So I have, that was actually by far one of the first goals I had when my family immigrated to the United States is is to do that because I wanted to 
to be in charge of making my own decisions about, you know, certain things I wanted to buy and actually really, really wanted to work. So, and I saw my mom, um, you know, going through life. So my mom worked in retail all her life until she retired. And so kind of, you know, seeing how she navigated different positions she had and different responsibilities. She's a really, really good people's person. I, I don't know a better word to describe her, but, you know, relationships that she created and um, how, you know, I, even now I remember, you know, just talking to her recently about, um, a, you know, a few long relationships she created um, with colleagues, um, you know, during her working year. So, so this frugality idea is that, okay, we have what we have and we need to make it last. So like the idea of budgeting or the way that I know it now, and because I went to school, right, to learn personal finances, this was all later on acquired skills in my life. But basic things like, okay, we're going to the market, here's the things that we need to buy today. And because we're not getting a paycheck until a certain a certain date. It needs to last us. Now, the other thing to mention about my mom is that she comes from a big family. There were seven kids. So I had a lot of aunts and, and uncles. And um, a lot of it also kind of, you know, goes around like, okay, how do you survive in the big family like that? Now, because we lived in in a big, uh, like, capital of country called, uh, of country Moldova called Chisinau, um, so we had a summer home where my grandma lived. So we would go in the country in the summers to spend, you know, time time outdoors and, and have lots of fun. So a lot of things that, you know, we take for granted, like organic food, right? Or like fresh dairy or eggs, all of that was available in my, my grandparents' farm. So um, I do actually remember those uh, summers very much. And um, I wish I could go back. Um, it doesn't, it, the farm does not exist anymore. And my grandparents both are passed away. So, um, but yes, I think in my, by the way, my mom was the youngest of seven. So I think there's definitely resiliency <laughs> as to how she, um, she navigated um, her life. So my lesson number two is kind of seeding from the first one, but how she navigated motherhood and making ma major decisions for myself and my brother. I have a younger brother who's um, four years younger than, than I am. Um, my parents got divorced when I was 10. So I was 10, no, 11. And then my brother was six or seven years old. I don't remember exactly, but somehow 10 stuck in my head. So I watched my mom, right? Um, and obviously, I probably remember more, you know, when I was just a little bit older, like as a teenager, how she handled certain situations and how she managed decisions about, you know, what schools we needed to go to, and, you know, just some, some day to day, but also at the same time with the same, you know, idea of like, okay, we got to make things work. This is what we have. And yes, my dad was very much involved, still is very much involved in our lives. It's just, we had different households. And so this, this notion of what I'm seeing here is a lesson. And I think I've definitely have a lot of it in me is this self-sufficiency, like I am my own person. I, and I, I think I strive on it too. Um, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I'm not sure, but I know that this definitely comes from her. Like you've got to figure it out for yourself. And so I love those kinds of challenging questions, whether it's things that I talk to clients about, but 
there's not anything that I can't figure out, right? If, it, if I can't, if I don't know the answer, I'm going to find it. So the self-sufficiency and being resilient with whatever challenges come, whether it's work-related, personal, money-related, definitely come from seeing her navigating, right, early on in my life, um, navigating those life phases and those decisions. Now, I did, I did, um, of course, not like the idea that my parents were divorced or, of course, it was not something they've asked me or my brother. It's just how it worked. But, you know, thinking about it now, right, this is, I'm, I am an adult, I have my own family. These things um, definitely um, taught lessons, not just for, you know, for myself, but my brother as well. Lesson number three, I think, is worth highlighting is my mom's generosity and always having like this open door into our house. Um, and so having, like I said, she comes from a big family. So all, all of her brothers and sisters, six of them, were, you know, some lived out in other countries and others were close by and even grandparents. So constantly... I didn't know any different, actually, just thinking about it back. But we've always had big family gatherings. And, um, you know, if you have family gatherings, people cook food and, and all kinds of stuff. So my mom always managed somehow to be ready in case somebody shows up, right? Like, oh, I was in the, in the neighborhood and I just stopped by to say hi. Well, you know, if somebody you know stops by to say hi and have, having to come from culture where, like, things are you know, settled, settled around the food. And if you visit somebody's home, you're going to be fed and most likely they'll offer you a drink and then you're going to have a dessert. And so we've always managed to have, you know, enough resources, right? Enough food. Or if like, for example, my mom canned some goodies like over summer. Uh, one of the things that I remember we did a lot as kids is pick cherries and then pick pits. And then she would make this amazing jam. So she would always have like, Things like that stored away where if somebody showed up, she would definitely have um, something to treat them with and then it would be an awesome pr presentation. So I took this and it's funny, like sometimes when Yuri goes grocery shopping and he does an amazing job, um, he just buys enough food, right? And no complaints about it. He buys everything on the list, right? He gets a list to do that. I go to the store. I always buy a little extra. And um, I think it kind of, it comes from my mom always probably having that in the back of your, her, her head saying, okay, we're going to have visitors or somebody's going to show up at a door and we need, <laughs> we need to make sure that we have um, something to treat them with. So I think I like that. I, I never have one or have been worried about, you know, not being able to feed somebody who comes to our house. So um, thanks, mom. That's, um, that is something that um, definitely is going to stick around with us. Um, in lesson number four, um, which I probably should have highlighted at the beginning, but I think I very much value the hard work and like diligence that my mom has. Um, she, I think she has a very um, strong work ethic. And so having seen her, how she worked, um, in her career and the connections that she established, she always, she hates to be late. Um, and so we kind of disagreed a lot, but you know, kids, like, how do you, how do you explain that to kids, especially younger kids? Um, but she always showed up early. 
she stayed late, she, she was available when someone needed her. So like this contribution and this like responsibility of like, if you're, you know, if I committed to doing something for you, and it's not just work, I think it's, it's everything else. And she would worry about the fact like, okay, if I'm missing something or if I can't be there. So I, I think that um, definitely goes a long way. Um, and having, you know, having to manage the household that we grew in, um, and also working and, and, being a single mom for, for some time um, definitely um, laid this foundation um, in my head and my heart of how, you know, how I can do things differently. My mom is still here with us. Um, this is really just me thinking about her birthday over the last week and just remembering some of these moments um, of, you know, of, of being a kid and also like facing challenges with my own motherhood and, and raising my son, like one of the things that just recently came up is uh, this idea of like, how do you how, how do you make sure that you are on time in the morning, right? Because more things are happening, Liam is more involved in other activities, and so it takes longer. So like, how did I just keep asking myself, how did it, my mom used to make it work for us? Like, what stories did she tell us? And, you know, like, how did we get out of the house on time and fed and dressed and, and, and cleaned? Oh, cleaning, oh my gosh. Cleaning freak, that's probably lesson number five that I forgot about. But yes, we had to make sure before we went to bed that um, our shoes were clean. So like, if you had mud or dust on your shoes, you better make sure that you wipe them down with a cloth or if you had to you know use water or whatever so shoes had to be cleaned you had to get your clothes ready um, for the next morning because and maybe this is how <laughs> i'm talking through this this is how it all um kind of came together but um yeah so i am i am grateful for the opportunities i've had and as i reflect back um on you know thinking what and how she brought me up to be a human I am today. I want you to, I, this is an invitation for you to think about and look back at your childhood, your adulthood and your relationship with your you know, parents or your grandparents and think about, you know, what, what have you learned from them? Because there's always a lesson and um, maybe there's gonna be more conversations about this because honestly, I. I haven't haven't had a chance to sit down and really like dive deep into this, but as I as I map out and and kind of look at what things are more valuable and more important um, in my life right now, it's it's living the truth, and so there's definitely lots to be learned from there. So as I close on this episode, I invite you to think about um, what have you learned from your parents, and maybe nothing. Like one of the things, well, I shouldn't say nothing. One of the things that I always highlight as I tell my story is like financial lessons, like these hardcore financial lessons that you probably would expect me to talk about on this podcast actually really didn't come from my parents um, because they struggled to make it happen, you know, in a different country when they immigrated. So like all of this stuff that I learned and know how to do and, and practice for so many years as a financial planner was really just me as an adult. But that doesn't mean that the core and the foundation that that our parents lay in us don't have the connection between that. So if you find yourself that you've had similar experiences in your life, I challenge you not to dismiss those connections um, and really just rather think about what was the lesson that I learned. And so as much as I want to connect these lessons to 
the lessons of a personal finance or money lessons, it's hard to draw this like the direct parallel, like here's from, from, from point A to point B. But as I dive deeper and think about it more, I can see why certain habits or certain things or certain behaviors are that way. So that's my invitation for you today. Until next time, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, Money Boss, thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone, uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.